1: it's called heart failure with preserved ejection fraction. That's its long technical name. And it's often abbreviated to the term hef And it is a type of heart failure. So clinicians believe there are two types of heart failure, one in which the heart fails to pump or contract sufficiently well. And the second type of heart failure, which is what I want to talk about today where the heart is unable to relax as well and the heart is often viewed as being stiff and this type of heart failure primarily occurs in people who are older and have other long-term conditions such as type 2 diabetes and hypertension
2: and in this one where the heart can't relax properly this hef that you're looking at what, what actually happens to people
1: in both types of heart failure, the symptoms are the same. Swelling of the ankles, legs or tummy, extreme tiredness and breathlessness. But the actual physiological problem with the heart is different.
2: Why are we talking about this one then? What's the, what's the big deal?
1: Approximately 920,000 people in the UK are living with heart failure. And half of these individuals are experiencing this type of heart failure. We understand the management of this heart condition less. There are less drugs available for people living with this heart condition. I mean, in the literature, it's been described as an emerging epidemic. It's important that we understand how this condition is being managed, the gaps in care and how to improve the care for this growing population. We interviewed 50 people who are actually currently living with this condition. And one of the people today that I interviewed is Mike, who's kindly joined us today.
3: Hello, my name is Mike Wardle. I'm uh, 66 and a retired police community support officer for Greater Manchester Police. M-
2: Mike, what has your experience with HEFPEF been like?
3: What happened with me, uh, I started to go very short of breath. I was tired it was interfering with my, my private and my professional life. There are lots of side effects with every medication that you take. And what I found is that one may have caused another symptom, so they give you something else to quell that one, and then another one, and another one, and another one. They're just it in the dark. And it's only when people really specialise in this side of things that they actually pick up on it. I've been a swimmer all my life, lifeguarding, life-saving, competitive swimming, everything. I can't swim because I get out of breath. My heart rate was through the roof. I'm struggling. I look a fool and I feel a fool. And I think that that's more important than anything because you end up in a situation that you feel like a second class citizen.
2: So, how long between first seeing a doctor about these heart complaints and hearing I've got HFP? I'd
3: say, I'd say about 18 months.
2: 18 months. And what happened in those 18 months?
3: Well, to be quite honest, not a lot. Every person has a whole different view and it's like anything else. If, if you see six people, you'll get six different views. But when we're talking about a human being, them six different views, they matter a lot. You feel like you're treading water to try and improve things. And no matter what you do, I personally feel that it's, it's, it's all been my fault.
2: Emma, you're talking to Mike, you're talking to many others. You're hearing stories like this. What do you take away?
1: People lack a shared understanding of this condition and it causes problems and concern and frustration for patients. Clinicians are concerned because they don't know how to talk about this condition or what to tell patients. We found that the delay in diagnosis was very problematic for many patients. And a lot of patients didn't know they had this type of heart condition. And I think there is a concern because there isn't a pharmacological treatment for this heart condition that people are reticent about raising this. But there are lots of things we can do. We found out that patients were relieved to know why they were breathless, why they were tired all the time. So in itself, just knowing that you're not imagining these symptoms can be very, very helpful. Another thing that Mike raised was the inequity in services. So there's inequitable heart failure provision across the country, but this is even more pronounced in HEFPEF because these okay. services can only just support the people with the other type of heart failure. So they struggle to take on board the additional patients.